so critically acclaimed. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Not So Critically Acclaimed podcast. I'm Laura, and we are going to be talking about Julie and the Phantoms this week. So in case you haven't heard of the show, it's a new Netflix original that came out a few weeks ago. So there's only one season, um, nine episodes, very quick binge, around like 30-ish minutes. Um, So... We're going to just, my experience kind of really tells it all for this show. So I saw the trailer a little while back and figured some people are definitely going to get into this, but I didn't think it was for me because I thought it was a little childish with like the storyline of ghosts and stuff. Um, But then of course on TikTok, it was pretty obvious that a good amount of people were obsessing over the show. And I realized then it was going to be only a matter of time before I watched it. So a few days ago, I was having lunch and wanted to watch something, so I put on Love is Blind, but I really just can't with that show. Like, I'm on the fourth episode, but it's so awful. I just don't understand how, like, somebody got engaged, like, every single episode, and, like, after, like, five dates, I'm like, I don't, I just don't understand it, and it, it's painful to watch for me, but I, re- I really just want to finish it, but I, every time I try and continue watching, I, I just can't. So then I was like, oh, why don't I just, like, try Julian and the Phantom? So... I did, and it was pretty good. Like, the music is really good. Um, And so, funnily enough, I started the second episode, and halfway through, I was, like, reacting to something and saying it out loud and, like, whatever. So I was like, oh, I should make a reaction video on TikTok. So, confession, though, the reaction video I posted for the first episode was not the first time I watched it. So since I decided to do the reaction video while I was in the middle of the second episode... I knew I obviously had to do a reaction video to the first episode because that's what makes sense. So I had to go back and rewatch the first episode and remember like the reactions I had and like kind of reenact them um, slash come up with ones if I didn't have it. Also, just like a side note, it was really fun to make the reaction video and also like to have so many people obsess over it. Um, but it's also really difficult because when, especially making it when you're watching the the show for the first time, because when you're watching it the first time through, you don't know how much stuff is going to be in the episode, like what you're going to want to react to. So it's kind of hard because you have to pick and choose. So I'm kind of glad that I like watched the whole episode and then was able to make the reaction video afterwards because, you know, then I could pick the best parts of the episode to react to. Um, so yeah. And then... Um, I ended up, though, making a reaction video as well to the eighth episode, Unsaid Emily, because that's what a lot of people were requesting. And that one I actually did react to while I was watching it. Um, So it was a little more difficult, I think. Um, But it was really fun making those reaction videos. And I'm so glad because I feel like I got a lot of new followers and a lot of new um, people who didn't know about my account. And guys, I just have to say one thing. It shook me to my core, but the reaction video to the very first episode um, of Julie and the Phantoms, you know who commented on it? Netflix. Netflix's official TikTok account with 9.4 million followers commented on my video that says commented, and they wrote commenting to stay on Julie and the Phantoms TikTok. And I was like, excuse me, I just died and went to heaven and now I'm a ghost and blah, blah, blah. You'll get that reference later um but i was freaking out because that meant that my video was on netflix's for you page like what that was it was crazy i still can't believe it i'm just wow but anyway 
Reaction videos aside, I watched the whole show in like two days. It's very quick, like I said, only nine episodes, which I thought was kind of weird since usually all Netflix originals are 10 episodes, um, but whatever. So each episode's around 30 minutes. Overall, it is rated PG, I think, so a lot of people are considering it like a childish show, especially because the cast looks super young. Like the lead is a 16-year-old played by an actual 16-year-old. Whereas most high school shows we're used to watching have actors in their 20s and the issues are a little bit more like dramatic and scandalous, I guess. So it makes it okay for like a 22 year old like myself to watch it. But like I said, you know, I was pleasantly surprised. So we're just going to go. So but honestly, the show wasn't bad. Definitely got invested in some of the storylines. Definitely not all of the storylines. But mainly enjoy the show for the music, which is incredible. And the boys and their humor, which I'll get into later for the plot. So let's talk about cast. So first up, we have Madison Reyes, who plays the lead, Julie. And this is her first breakout role, and because she's actually like only 16. Um, then we have Charles Gillespie as Luke. He's been in Degrassi Next Class as Oliver, but I don't know who that is. Like, I watched the Degrassi, like, Degrassi, like, a lot. Um, and then he was in the remake of Charmed, which kind of makes me want to go back and catch up on the show just to see him. Then we have Owen Joyner as Alex, who people were saying they recognized him from 100 Things to Do Before High School and Night Squad, but I hadn't seen or heard of either of these. Um, and just a side note about him, but when I first saw the trailer and saw this guy in it, I immediately was like, oh my god, Logan Troyer, who plays Kevin on, like the young Kevin on This Is Us, can sing. And then I looked more closely and it's not him, but like you really have to look closely. And then watching the show, I was just like, how are they not twins? Because they're literally the same person. Then we have Jeremy Shada as Reggie. He's done a lot of voice work, so he's he voiced characters in things like Surf's Up, Wave Mania, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, and then he also has guest starred in some shows like Parenthood, Lost, and Ghost Whisperer. Then we have Boo Boo Stewart as Willie. Of course, you guys probably know who he is. He was in the Twilight Saga, Eclipse, and Breaking Dawn Part 1 and 2, Lab Rats, Elite Force, and obviously the Disney Channel original movie franchise, Descendants. Um... And then funnily enough, Cheyenne Jackson plays Caleb. He was in 30 Rock, American Horror Story, and also The Descendants 3 movie with um, Boo Boo Stewart. And he played, um, so Cheyenne played Hades. And then Jada Murray, I think that's how you say her name. She plays Flynn in Julie and the Phantoms, and she was also in Descendants 3. And it'll become clear why, um, dis- why these three people are all from Descendants 3 in this show in a bit. Um, and then lastly, we have Carlos Ponce as Ray. He is probably recognized from things like Just My Luck, Couples Retreat, Hollywood Heights, which is a show that I feel like I don't remember like watching it. I remember like hearing of it. I don't know if it was on like ABC Family or something. And I think it was only one season, but I kind of like want to watch it because someone said it was similar to Famous in Love. And I mean, I loved Famous in Love, so I don't know. But anyway, and then so Carlos Ponce has also been in a bunch of Hispanic telenovelas, but where I most recognized him from was in his role as also Carlos in Seventh Heaven. So I love that show. Obviously, it didn't age well in things that happened with the um, one like the main char- one of the main characters, um like the actor who played him in real life. But I probably will do Seventh Heaven at some point on this show, but it, I just Seventh Heaven is like 
a large part of my childhood like I watched that show a lot growing up and I can't even count the amount of times that I've seen some of the episodes like I would watch like I've seen it so many times um but yeah that's the cast Okay, so now let's get to the plot. So for starters, like I mentioned earlier, the show is geared more towards a younger audience, but I think it still has something for everyone. I will say, though, for my older people who are my age, which is 22 or in their 20s or something, and you feel like it might be too childish for you, I have two words to change your mind, and that is Kenny Ortega. That's right. Most of the time, regular people don't really know the names of directors or producers unless they're big, like, you know, Steven Spielberg, Martin Scorsese, Quentin Tarantino, and I believe Kenny Ortega fits here as well. Obviously, Kenny Ortega is, like, in a different category, and he's not doing, like, these critically acclaimed movies like um, Spielberg or Scorsese and stuff like that. But he is responsible for my childhood and the childhood of a lot of other peoples who grew up in the early 2000s. That's right. And I'm just going to let you know a few of the projects he's done. He is behind Hocus Pocus, the high school musical franchise. I repeat, the high school musical franchise. And then, of course, he also is responsible for doing, like, the stage, not stage, like, choreographing and directing the um, stage production for, like, the Hannah Montana concerts, the Michael Jackson concerts. I think he also directed um, the Cheetah Girls movies. And I recently learned that he directed a few episodes of um, Gilmore Girls, which is crazy because literally I read that, um, like, yesterday or something trying to prepare for the podcast and me and my mom as you all know are re-watching Gilmore Girls well I'm re-watching it and my mom hasn't seen it so we're now on season five which I'm stoked about because we finally met Logan guys I'm team Logan if you didn't already know um and as we're watching it I see like because I was I was trying to um keep track of like because you know in the beginning of the show they always have the intro but when like logan this is a rant but whatever so logan doesn't come into the show until season five episode three and so obviously at the turn of um the season usually they have a new intro because you know there are new characters that are gonna be big so at the beginning i didn't let my mom watch the theme uh like the intro for the beginning of season five because i didn't want her to see who logan was before she met him but then of course he ended up not even being in that um in that intro, he doesn't appear in the intro till I think season six. But then after the intro and they're first going in, they always have like at the bottom of the screen, they have like guest star appearances from and then it lists people's names. So Matt Zuckery plays Logan and I didn't want my, I didn't want my mom to see his name because I wanted her, um, because I wanted her to see him and then her be able to figure out where we know him from because I told her that there are two guys at play Rory's love interest on the show that are now like much older and currently the leads in shows that we watch obviously I was talking about Milo Ventimiglia who plays Jess but also Jack in This Is Us and then the second person I was talking about was Mad Zucri who plays Logan in Gilmore Girls but also Conrad in The Resident so I was waiting for my mom to see it so I didn't want her to see Mad Zucri's name so I was standing in front of the TV holding my arm up to to the um, bottom of the screen so she wouldn't see. But I mean, later when she finally did realize who it was, it took her a while, though. It was really funny. Um, she was like, what's his re- name in real life? And I was like, Matt Zucker. And she's like, oh, I wouldn't even known that if I saw it. I'm like, okay. But the reason I say all this is because as I was standing up there with my arm there, I saw directed by Kenneth Ortega. And I was like, oh my God, that's Kenny Ortega. So Kenny Ortega is responsible for directing some of the episodes, at least in season five, which makes me so happy because that's when Logan... 
comes in. I think some of the greater episodes are there. Um, but it, and it also just threw me because they put in his name as Kenneth and not Kenny. But with all that being said, um, so he did Gilmore Girls and he, Kenny Ortega also did the Descendants franchise, which is why that makes sense, why there are three stars from the Descendants movies now in this show. Because Kenny Ortega is responsible for directing and producing Julian the Phantoms. So with that being said, I have never watched something from Kenny Ortega that has not made me happy or inspired or just mesmerized with the song and dance and everything. So this man has a gift. So that's why I'm introducing you to his latest project, Julian the Phantoms. So you won't regret it if you're a little bit older. So now let's actually get into this. So the show stars our lead, Julie, who is, I believe, like 15 or 16 years old. And she's living in Los Angeles with her younger brother, Carlos, and her single dad, Ray. Now, Julie recently lost her mom, who was a musician, and she and Julie shared a special bond and connection through music. So since her mom's death, Julie hasn't been able to play music, and that's kind of a problem because she's enrolled in this special music program at her school, and she's going to lose her spot since she isn't like performing and you know doing what she needs to be doing. So one day, Julie is in her garage, which used to be her mom's studio, and all of a sudden, these three guys appear out of nowhere. And these guys are Luke, Alex, and Reggie, who all make up the band Sunset Curve, which was about to have their big break at a performance at a major club in LA in the year 1995. But then... This is like a little abrupt. So this happens like at the very beginning of the first episode before we even meet Julie. So they, the three guys die from suddenly from bad hot dogs. Yes, I know. It's very ridiculous. They eat bad hot dogs and they die. So basically these guys who died in 1995 appear in Julie's life in the year 2020 as ghosts. For some reason, only Julie can see them except for when they perform their music. Then everyone can see them. So the whole show is about these guys helping Julie welcome music back into her life while, of course, the guys, like, try to figure out their afterlife and why they're ghosts and what is, like, how can no one see them, all that kind of stuff. Um, And so overall, like I said, the show has a little bit of everything and a little bit of everything for everyone. So for starters, humor. It's actually surprisingly funny, and most of the humor, I think, comes from the three guys, and they each have, like, more two of them than, like, three. I think it comes more from, like, Alex and Reggie than Luke, but Alex and Reggie definitely have their own unique, like, humor, and it's I find it really funny. There's also romance, which you'll see, Um, but honestly, the show has a lot of mystery, intrigue, and suspense, especially around the process of, like, you know, the guys being ghosts and trying to figure out like, what's going to happen, um, and, like, why no one can see them, all this kind of stuff, and, like, there's some people who might have, like, a darker past that they're trying to, like, strike deals with, all this kind of stuff. Um, also, it's high school, mean girls, and drama, and, of course, amazing music. Like, guys, I cannot stress enough, there are so many great songs in this show. Like, everyone has a great voice, and it's, it's beautiful, and I, I need you guys to watch it just if not if not for anything else but the music because honestly that's where like I said my main investment came from. I think I enjoy the humor the most and the music um and that's about it. So please go watch Julie and the Phantoms. It's like I said only one season, 9 episodes, 30ish minutes each. You could totally watch this in 
a day if you have nothing else to do. Um, and I know it only came out a few weeks ago, but I'm sure everyone is like holding on for dear life, holding that, hoping that there's a season two, which I mean, there probably is going to be. Um, but yeah, so stay tuned for that and then come back to part two so you can listen to uh, me rant about everything I have to say because I have so much to say. But otherwise, that's it for this episode. So come back and listen to part two when you're done.